you're listening to The Ashley Lachlan Show. I'm Ashley, and I'm here to help you build a wildly successful and profitable business on social media. I created my own rags to riches story and built a seven-figure business on social media in the midst of motherhood, and my passion is helping other female entrepreneurs do the same. I'm sharing my best marketing, mindset, and sales strategies to help you love the process and scale your business to six figures and beyond. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to today's show. We're going to dive into the five reasons people fail in business. I have worked with hundreds of female entrepreneurs at all stages of their businesses, and I got to thinking, what makes some really successful and what makes others fail? And I narrowed it down to five main reasons that I am going to cover today. And as always, we are going to dive right into the content. I am not somebody who likes to spend time chatting about my personal life or what I did this weekend. I hate when I listen to podcasts in the first 10 minutes are just rambling on. I'm like, get to the point. I don't have time for this. And I know there's that relatability factor, but if you want to know more about my personal life, you can follow me on Instagram, watch my stories. But with these podcast episodes, I am here to make it quick, to get in, deliver the goods, and get out so you can get on with your way and make those money moves. So without further ado, let's dive into the first reason why people fail at business. And that is they don't go all in or believe their success is inevitable. So they half-ass it. The number one pet peeve I have when I talk to new female business owners is, I'm going to try this. I'm going to give it six months. I'll give it a go. I'll see how it goes. As soon as someone tells me that, I immediately know she's never going to make it. And of course, I tell her why she needs to change that mindset and attitude. But when you go into business, you have to believe that you will be successful. It has to be your only option. Failing cannot be an option. When you say, I'm going to try, I'll see how it goes, I'll give it a few months, you are letting failure be an option when it shouldn't even be on the table. If you're going to do something, you have to go all in and say, this is going to work. I will do whatever it takes to make this work. Failure is not even in my vocabulary. I don't care how long it's going to take me. I don't care what I have to do. I am going all in. And I know that I will be successful. I know that my success is inevitable. When you are dabbling, when you are just dipping your toe in the water, you are not going to see results. If you are half-assing it, you are not going to see results. And then when you don't see results, you then realize, oh, I'm wasting time. I'm not making money. I'm investing money that I'm not making back. This isn't working. I'm a failure. I quit. I'm going to give up on this dream. But when you go all in, you will see the results. You will see the fruits of your labor and that will keep you motivated to keep going. Success doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. And the beginning of any entrepreneurial journey is the most difficult. 
It's when you have to invest the most time, the most effort, the most energy, the most money and get very little in return. But you have to have that vision, which we'll talk about next, of where you're going and what this business will actually do. So you have to be willing to go all in, to get dirty, to be in the trenches, to do the hard work, to make the sacrifices at the beginning and trust that it will pay off, that you will be successful. And you can't just say, I'm going to give it three months. I'm going to give it six months. You have to say, I'm going to give it however long it takes. Now, obviously, if you're doing something repeatedly over and over again for years and not making any money, then that's a different story, right? There, that might be time to, to switch niches, to switch industries, to reevaluate your business plan and what you're doing. But if you are only giving it a few months, then you're not going to see success. But when you start something, you have to have that mentality of this is it. My back is against the wall. There is no plan B. I have to make this work and I will. You have to go all in. The second reason people fail in business is because they don't have a crystal clear vision, which causes a lack of motivation. If you don't have a vision for what you want your life to be like, what you want your business to look like, what you want your ideal day to look like, then it's going to be really hard to get up each day and to do the things you need to do to get your business moving to see those results. Oftentimes when people say, oh, I'm not motivated, I lack motivation, it's because they are too detached or too far away from their vision. So if you haven't sat down and written out what an ideal day looks like for you, if you haven't mapped out what your ideal bank account looks like, what your business looks like, what your life looks like, what you are actually working for and what you want it to be like, you need to do that. What do you feel when you wake up? What do you do when you wake up? Are you waking up with, a, with an alarm? Are you waking up before the sun rises? And then what does the rest of your day look like? What does your evening routine look like? How do you feel during the day? Are you stressed or are you calm? Do you have assistants and VAs helping you so that you can work in your zone of genius? Have you paid off all of your debt? Are you able to spend money on the things that you really want? Are you able to be present with your children, your family? Are you able to travel? What does your home look like? What does your body look like and feel like? You have to be very, very specific in what it is you are working for. And then you have to review that every single day. So you can create a vision board. This is something you can do easily in canva.com. You can go and add all of these images of the things you want to achieve, things you want to feel, and then make that the background on your computer. I have this as the background on my computer so that every time I log in to do work, I'm reminded of what it is I'm logging in to do, what it's for. Not just to clear those emails or to write a podcast episode, but what's the bigger reason behind it? And then I review my vision. What does my ideal day look like? And when you 
read that and you are close to it and you feel it and you can't just read it and say, okay, yeah, that sounds great. You have to really feel it. You have to close your eyes and visualize a day in your ideal life from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep. And don't just look at it from an outsider's view, but really insert yourself into that vision and feel what it would feel like in those moments. And when you feel that, you are going to be so much more motivated to show up, to do the work that you want to do and the work you don't want to do to move the needle in your business. So if you are unclear of what it is you want, what kind of life you want to live, what kind of business goals you want to achieve, the feelings you want to feel, you are not going to be motivated to do anything. But if you are so close to your vision, If you feel those feelings and you are like, I will do whatever it takes to make this a reality, then you will. So be clear on what it is you're working for, what you want, what you want to feel, what you want to achieve, what you don't want to do, and then get to work on making that a reality. The third reason people fail at business is because they aren't clear on who they serve. So... They don't resonate with anyone. There's a very popular misconception that the more you speak to, the more you will sell. The more you appeal to, the more you will attract. And that's not the case. You really need to niche down. You really need to identify your ideal client avatar and speak to her and only her. Or him, but we're just going to use her for the purpose of this podcast and example. I am very passionate about helping women identify their niche and their ideal client avatars. For me, that is when my business literally doubled. The moment that I got clear on who it was I was trying to reach and attract and speak to. And so I created my ideal client avatar Her name was Taylor, and every single time I showed up on social media or in an email, I spoke to Taylor only. I became very polarizing, and I pushed the wrong people away, and I was very scared to do this at the beginning because I thought, well, what if I miss out on that one customer, that one 60-year-old man who might want to buy from me? But whenever I niched down, I started to talking to Taylor, my ideal client avatar, It was like I opened a door and all of my people were standing there just waiting for me. I was literally flooded with ideal clients. When you are too vague, when you are too general because you don't want to exclude anyone, then nobody feels like they relate to you. Nobody feels like you're speaking to them or can solve their problem. So when people are scrolling you have a split second to capture their attention through that first line in your post. And if that first line calls out one of their specific problems, if that first line speaks to something they are dealing with, they are going to stop their scroll and hit that read more button to read the rest of your post. And if you can get them to say, oh my gosh, she's in my head, this is exactly how I feel, I could have written this myself, then you are going to have a loyal lifer who joins you or buys from you. But if you can't get anybody to stop the scroll or read more or say, oh, wow, this really speaks to me, it's because you're too vague, you're too general, you're trying to appeal to the masses. 
You really want to niche down and figure out who you can best serve. And a lot of times people say to me, well, Ashley, my product or my service could serve anyone. So how could I just choose one person? And my answer is always, well, who could you help the best? And who will bring you the most joy in working with? Because yeah, you could help anyone. But how could your product or service best serve someone? And who is that person? Who is the best fit for your product or service? And who would you find the most joy in working with? Because sure, you could work with anyone and everyone, but I guarantee it's going to suck the life out of you. They're going to drive you crazy. They're going to drain you. And showing up to your business is no longer going to be enjoyable. But if you can find the people who ignite you, who bring life to your business, who you're excited to show up for, it is going to make you more effective and a better marketer. So you are then going to sell more. And then those customers, those clients will have amazing results and testimonials and will bring more of those same people to you. So I really urge you to resist the urge to appeal to the masses and focus on who you can best serve. I have two podcast episodes that can help you. First is episode six, the riches are in the niches. So this is all about niching down. And then the second episode is episode 12, five steps for creating content that converts followers into clients. And that really dives into your ideal client avatar, market research, and how to create content that speaks to the right people and makes them feel seen, heard, and understood and has them knocking down your doors. So give those two episodes a listen if you haven't already or if you need a refresher on how to really niche down and speak to the right people. And another resource to help you is the Social Sales Content Bundle, which happens to be the sponsor of this episode. If you need help creating irresistible and high converting content for your ideal client avatar. If you need help identifying your ideal client avatar, doing market research, and then creating content that has her literally knocking down your door, the social sales content bundle can transform your content creation and selling game. It comes with nine proven caption formulas that are just plug and play, over a hundred headlines, over a hundred calls to action, video trainings on content pillars, ideal client, market research, on how to actually sell, plus Canva templates, as well as 60 different reels, prompts, and song pairings that are specifically designed to make sales. So if you are ready to elevate your content and selling game, Check the show notes for the link to the social sales content bundle, snag it, and watch your income grow. The fourth reason people fail in business is because they overthink and overanalyze, so they don't take action. I see this so often, particularly in my BBA students. A lot of them are still dwelling on concepts we covered weeks ago. And I have to say, listen, girl, it is time to move on. It is time to make the decision and just run with it. And I see this a lot in people who are very analytical. They have those personality types. They were accountants. And that obviously can work to your benefit in business. But at the same time, it can be a detriment and it can hold you back. 
What you have to remember in business is that nothing is forever. Nothing is final. You can always go back and tweak and change things, whether it's your branding or it's a course or an offering you're creating or it's a social media post. You can always create a better version of it. You can always redo it. You can always go back to that course and add to it. You can always go to your website and edit it. And so often people think that when they make one decision, it is in stone forever and ever. So yes, when you're naming your child, you'll want to pick a name that you are 100% sure on. But when it comes to making decisions in business, you can always evolve and adapt. And you have to test in order to see if that works or what you can improve the next time. And everything in business is really a game of testing, of figuring out what works and what doesn't work, or figuring out how you can improve something in the next iteration. Whether that is your calendar and how you are mapping out your events or your groups or your social media content, instead of sitting there and over overanalyzing it and not doing anything, just do something. And then next month, reflect back and say, okay, what went well? What didn't go well? How can I change it this time? But if you don't take action that first time, you are never going to know what it is you can change or improve. Even your business name, your brand colors, your logo, all of those things can be changed. So I see that the most successful business owners are the ones who just take action, messy action. And that has always been my approach. I've always executed before I was ready, before I was 100% sure on something. And I just said, I have to get this done. I have to get this out there and then I'll see how it goes and I'll improve it as we go. I am not somebody who is very analytical by nature. I am someone who is always very eager and when I get an idea, I run with it. I know not everyone is that way and some people have to put a lot of thought into it. They really want to go into the logistics and have a clear picture of what is involved. But I urge you to stop waiting, to stop overthinking, to stop overanalyzing things and to just forge ahead and go for it. For example, one of my clients was dwelling over when she was going to start these groups for her clients, her health and fitness clients. And she was dwelling over the date and then dwelling over when she was actually going to recruit people to her team. And I was like, listen, this isn't a big deal. We are just going to set a date. We are going to run with it. And then next month, we'll see what worked, what didn't work, and we'll change the dates. So nothing in business is finite. You can always evolve, adapt, improve. So just take action and stop overanalyzing and overthinking things. And a lot of times, it's not who can do it best. It's who can do it first. So ask yourself, what is holding you back from getting your idea or your offer to the marketplace? What is holding you back from getting it in front of your audience? It is time to just take action, execute, and then refine later. And the fifth and final reason people fail in business is because they are afraid of judgment. So they play small and they don't see results. And I get it. At the beginning of my entrepreneurial journey, I was terrified of what people would say about me, what they would say behind my back, if I was going to be judged, if they would say things to my face. And then I saw a quote that said, other people's opinions don't pay your bills. And I thought, oh my gosh, that is so true. 
Why am I so worried about these random people, people I went to high school with, people I work with? They aren't my close friends. They're not my family. They don't play a big part in my life. So why the F am I caring about what they think? And so I then adopted a I give zero Fs approach and just stayed in my lane, put my blinders on. And I said, if you want to say stuff about me, you can, but I don't really care. But I see other people who are so wrapped up in judgment. And so this really ties back to the first point is they don't go all in. They dip their toe in the water. They dabble. They don't want to fully express themselves, fully put themselves out there, fully live in their truth. They don't want to write content that really expresses how they feel because they're worried that so-and-so will see it and think something about them. And so what happens is their message gets watered down. They don't establish themselves as a credible authority in their niche. Nobody sees them as serious about the business. And so therefore, nobody joins them or buys from them. And so if you want to be successful in business, you have to go all in. And part of that going all in means forgetting what other people might say about you, ignoring the fact that, yes, there might be judgment. And particularly judgment and that fear will come from the people you are closest to because they are afraid for you, especially if you're going against the grain, if you're doing something that is unconventional, if you spent X X number of years in school getting a degree and now you're trying to create some online business or you quit your job to do an online business or you pick up this side hustle that to most people seems like a scam then the people closest to you are probably going to be the ones who give you the most shade and the most judgment. And you really have to fight through that and say, they just care about me, but they don't understand what I'm doing. They don't understand the opportunity. They don't understand the business model. They don't understand the structure. They don't understand my vision and my work ethic and my skills and gifts and what I could truly do in this business. I always say you have to believe in yourself before anyone else will believe in you. When I first started an online business, nobody believed in me. My husband said, you're going to quit. You're going to embarrass us. You're never going to stick with it. This is not going to work. And I didn't even have his belief and I didn't have my family's belief, but I had belief in myself. And I knew I looked at other people who had gone before me and who had been successful. And I said, if they can do it, I can surely do this. What I what I realized right away was that everyone else in my life, my husband, my family, they didn't understand the business model. They didn't understand the opportunity. They hadn't spent time stalking other people in the industry and seeing what was possible. And I knew what was possible. So I used their judgment and their misconceptions as fuel. I became determined to prove them wrong. And I knew it would feel so good to be able to rub it in their faces and say, I told you so one day in the future. I knew it would feel so good for all of the people who doubted me and hated on me at the beginning to then be like, oh, damn, wow, she did it. I should have got behind her then. So from the very beginning, I had that all-in mentality. I had that mentality of this will work. I will be successful. There is no failure. Failure is not an option. And yes, I am worried about what people will think of me, but their opinions don't pay my bills. So you know what? I'm going to ignore what anyone could possibly say about me. And I'm just going to keep focused, eye on the prize, slay it. And that all worked out in my favor. 
So for those of you who are worried about judgment, I really encourage you to put your blinders on, put your earmuffs on, know that other people's opinions don't pay your bills and focus on what it is you want, what you are working on and believe in yourself. Even if nobody else is believing in you, let that be the fuel to your fire. Let that be your reason and your motivation to crush it and have that all in mentality. Failure is not an option. And sure, people may judge you now, but when you make it, they're going to act like they supported you all along. So there you have it. I wanted to keep this episode short, sweet, and to the point because there's really no beating around the bush. In my opinion, these are the five main reasons people fail in business. Number one, they don't go all in. They don't believe their success is inevitable. So they half-ass it. They say they're going to try it. They'll see how they do for a certain period of time. And when they don't have that all-in mentality, then they never actually make it. They never put in enough work or enough energy or enough effort. They're not serious enough about it and so others don't see them as serious. And remember when you are trying to sell something or you are trying to recruit people to build your network marketing team, you have to have that faith, that enthusiasm, that I am doing this for life attitude, and that has to be conveyed to your audience. People are not going to buy something from you. They're not going to join you if they don't believe you are serious about this. If they view that you're just doing this as a temporary side hobby, then they're not going to join you. They're going to go to someone else who is all in, who says, this is my life's work and mission. I am here. I will always be here for you. I am not going to abandon you. But when you have that, oh, I'm just dabbling in this and trying it out mentality that's conveyed to your audience and they don't want to join with you they're going to go to somebody who is far more serious about the business and about their craft so one is have that all in mentality the second reason why people fail is they don't have a crystal clear vision they don't know why they're doing this what they're working for what they want their ideal life or day to be like and so they lack motivation the third reason is they aren't clear on who they serve. And so they try to reach everyone, but in reality, they reach no one. Niching down is the first thing you should do in your business. Getting really clear on specifically who it is you can serve, who you can serve best, and who you can find the most joy in serving. When you do that and you only speak to your ideal client avatar, the person you really want to work with, you will be amazed at how those people actually come to you. The fourth reason people fail in business is they overthink and overanalyze. So then they don't take action. Nothing is finite. Just take action and then refine later. And then lastly, the fifth reason people fail in business is because they're too afraid of judgment. So they play small. They don't put themselves out there. They don't go all in. They aren't serious. And so they don't see results because, again, their audience doesn't see them as a credible authority. They don't see them as an expert, as somebody who is in it for the long haul, who's in it to win it. And so nobody wants to buy from them. And then they whine and complain that they aren't successful, that they aren't having success. When it all comes back to them. Going all in, having a clear vision on what it is they're working for, being clear on who it is they can best serve, taking action without overthinking or overanalyzing, and then not being afraid of other people's opinions. So there you have it, the five reasons people fail in business. 
If any of these spoke to you, I hope that you are inspired to take action in order to remedy the situation and have success. And if you need anything, you know where to find me. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I hope this helped you and inspired you. I would love for you to screenshot this episode, tag me in your stories at Ashley underscore Lachlan. Let me know what you thought of the episode and make sure you subscribe so you are notified when the next episode drops. But most importantly, get out there and make those money moves. 